Sarasota, Tampa Bay. And now it's time for Terror Shut up and sit down. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe. And I'm Chance. And I'm Rick James. Now, I see for once, I, I did use somebody <laughs> else's name, and you got to roll off with the Rick James. Yep, yep, yep. No, I got it. Dude, you do it all the time. That's cool if you do it. Because she's do a it. very kinky girl. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Paraprobe, where we're going to be talking about some off-the-wall mess, and I'm probably, probably going to be banned from Twitter after just getting on. Really? Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, it's kind of like a rite of passage nowadays. Get banned off Twitter. <laughs> to either get banned off Twitter, you know, uh, you know, tossed under the bridge for Facebook, you know, whatever. I mean, it's it's like a rite of passage now. If you have not been like, you know, suspended off of Facebook or Twitter or whatever yet, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah, for real though. Yeah. No, um, I'm gonna post an article from tonight's show. On my uh, Twitter at the real Jesse L. Yep. And uh, we're gonna see where that lands me because it's um one of those taboo subjects. It's related to conspiracy theories, but it's an actual article from the BBC. Co. What is it? Dot UK. Yeah. From the UK from 2017, yeah. and it's hilarious. And it's been this whole thing that's been a conspiracy theory, but. I found this and another article that kind of brought us to our topic tonight, vampires and werewolves. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Like, uh, First, I think we should get into vampires because we both love vampire stuff. Yeah. Um, I love werewolf stuff, too. Um, and so later on, I'm just get, give me this little teaser right now about I'm going to show you what werewolves, well, pretty much what werewolves, Hitler, Corey Haim, and Marvel and a few other things actually have in common. They made a video game uh, about that called Blood Rain. No. Yeah. With Corey Haim, Hitler, and... No, it's it's a vampire. I think there's werewolves well, then what in does there, that too, and Hitler. What I just said? And Hitler. Yeah, it's vampires, werewolves, and Hitler. It was like killing Nazis as a vampire. That has nothing to do with what I was going to be talking about, though. <laughs> I don't know. They made a video game. I'm sure there's a video game made about that. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. And I probably played it back in the day. I swear to God, some of our topics just sound like we just took some schizophrenic from a mental institution and went, hey, give us some stuff to talk about. <laughs> me. <laughs> they should lock me up. <laughs> so how's your toaster doing? Oh, he's doing fine. He told me. So, all right, anyways. Uh, all right, so let's move on. So we'll start off with the whole vampire subject because I know that was like burning you. You've been dying to oh, do something dude. on vampires. Well, so I was listening to like some news or whatever or whatever I listen. I listen to a bunch of random crap, yeah. and I was listening to uh, one podcast and it was or or like independent news or something. I don't know. I don't know what I listen to. Just whatever pops up. But apparently Megan Fox and MGK drink each other's blood. Yes. And, and to quote her. It's not like we're groblets and Game of Thrones in it. It's a few drops for ritual purposes only. And she said it so nonchalantly. It's like, <laughs> lady, um, 
Do you think that's normal? (laughs) You know, back in the 16th century. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Y'all would be burned at the stake for that. (laughs) Yeah, no, on live TV, if they had TV, like literally in the town square, burned at the stake. Oh, there was actually, believe it or not, in the 16th century, there was a uh, paper called Broadside that was basically, okay, you remember the National Enquirer. Do you remember that paper? Yeah. That rag? Okay, it's still still out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the National Enquirer is this big, like, you know, uh, Woman Marries Bat Boy. You know, they got all these weird stories Yeah, and stuff. the old school fake news. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and so back in the 16th century, they had a newspaper called Broadside, and I'm going to get into that a little bit later in the, in the show because it involves werewolves. Yeah, so. come on with all it, right. buddy. But, yeah, no, um, that's what originally popped in the idea. And then um, the article that I'm going to post on um, Twitter and tag Paraproban, um, it's from the BB. See, where'd you go, my friend? Cancel. There we go. BBC.co.uk, um, 25 August 2017. The super rich are injecting blood from teenagers to gain immortality. <laughs> if you're a millennial, you might have felt for a while that the older generation are out to suck us dry. And they go on to elaborate that, yeah, the blood sucking, and I quote, appears to become a lot more literal. And this was like involved, you know. Remember, you remember the like QAnon stuff? And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. This was part of that "quote unquote" conspiracy theory, which most of it was, you know, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah. And um, <laughs> but you know what? But, but it's real. <laughs> here's the thing, though. That has been one of the biggest conspiracy theories for like decades. Is like Hollywood, you know, has like all these people selling their soul to the devil. They do they do these satanic rituals, and they're out there, you know, drinking blood. And 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 then you have these little things like like Megan Fox did and said, oh my god, that just steers that pot up again well, and makes people going, oh my god. And if I was it's inter- true, the person that was interviewing, if I was interviewing. Do you mind elaborating on that ritual you're talking about? Like, uh, this isn't normal, bro. <laughs> here's the thing from a biological standpoint. You're not going to get younger by drinking people's blood. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> but apparently if you uh, get a blood transfusion, yes, it works. Yes, if you get blood transfusion There's... of fresh blood through your system, yes, it is going to revive you. It's going to help you a little bit. It's not going to make you younger. It's not going to keep you young, young either. Well, they literally have like – gym rats that they're like paying to go to the gym every day just to go to the gym every day and give them like i don't know a pint or two of blood every so often like it's literally a thing you know those like blood vans we have all over you see we're collecting blood you know to you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i wonder if they might be tied in with them Uh, they're definitely vampires dude i i refuse i refuse (laughs) this sounds cold-hearted but like first of all you the last time, like, I was cut open for surgery, they mm-hmm. had to give me volume to convince me to go. You're not going to open me or cut me willingly, all right? <laughs> Much less, like, take my blood, yeah. okay? Vampires. They're real. They exist. For real. <laughs> uh-huh. All doctors. But <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> oh, you know, whatever. Yeah, lawyers, yeah they'll that, bleed you dry, too. We'll save that for the uncensored yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> Where we'll need a lawyer for it. <laughs> we'll need a lawyer for it. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, no. Um, so this type of vampirism, because it is vampirism, is called yeah. sanguine vampires. Yes, like, sanguine. Yep. Because they literally have things to do with blood, and it they drink the blood. They there's feed commu- off the blood. There's communities all over the world that have these people and sanguine uh, that practice it religiously. Oh, yeah. Um, and a matter of fact, over in New Orleans, they have a big faction of yes. them that, that are there. Thanks yeah. a lot, Anne Rice. Yeah. 
<laughs> she started the apocalypse. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, no. Books are good, though. Yeah. <laughs> At least you got something to read while we're dying. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. No, if you ever have a chance to read. Have you read? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've yeah, actually, yeah. I actually have read the books. The books yeah. are oh, really dude. good. If you're, the if, books are much better than the movie by a long shot. And first of all, Queen of the Damned. Um, first of all, Aaliyah, the God rest her soul, or yeah. whoever, um, she's hot, but she does not at all reflect, like, the vampire queen in the, the, the book. The character in the book, yeah. She is terrifying in the book. Yeah, yeah. But if, you, if you're looking for, like, a couple of, like, really, like, mind twisters, I almost said mine up. Mind twisters, yeah. <laughs> mind Let's twisting books. Um, check out Tell the Body Thief, Men Knock the Devil from Anne Rice. You know, yes. it's in that same yep. series, and yeah. they're trippy, trippy. You know, here's the cool thing too. Um, like, we've had all these different vampire movies. You know, you, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. You know, you had. Uh, yeah, it's still it's still better than Twilight to me, but whatever. Yeah, sparkly yeah. vampires. Sparkly. <laughs> I, I just yeah, I can't wrap my mind around the twilight series don't get me wrong i bet if i read the books the but books would probably be far better than what the movies were from what i watched they were because trust me having a daughter had to watch them all right yeah no the books and the movies got me laid so okay definitely yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and, and robert pattinson i just can't see being this like you know killer vampire well he wasn't a killer vampire though but like, like that, that, that was kind the, of the in whole the battles, point. though. But in the battles, like I, I, I still can't. No, it was. Uh, yeah, like, I, I can't be scared of a vampire that sparkles. I just can't. It's like I start thinking disco songs in my head to be I'm so shiny. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> shiny happy people. No, I should have um, had the uh, Disney song queued up. Dang it! Yeah, but but now you go back to some of the classics from like when I was growing up that I loved, like Lost Boys. Oh. I would say Lost Boys, hands down, is probably on my top five all-time favorite movies, for one. Uh, number two, definitely my all-time favorite vampire movie. Yeah, that, but the whole they set... They made vampires cool. That whole set and the whole situation around that yeah. was super creepy. Oh, yeah. Because there was a lot of um, child stuff, and there, there was a lot of weird stuff going on there. Yeah. And because vampires have become so sexualized and stuff, there was a lot of that on set, and it was most of it was unwillingly. Okay, I was talking about the movie, not like what happened. Yeah, mm. no, I yeah. I don't want to be associated with that though. Like it's just like uh. okay, well never mind. Thanks for thanks for ruining a childhood and like you know favorite movie of mine. Well, glad you can grow up. Oh, God, I hate you. <laughs> yes, yes, I got one out of you. You got one out of me. You got one out of me. <laughs> Anyways, back to vampires. Okay, back on topic. Yes, yes. Well, there's another type of vampire. Mm-hmm. You ever met those people that like just literally suck the energy Psychic out of the room? Psychic vampires. Yes. Yes. Yeah, those exist. Yeah, and a lot of them. Bosses. <laughs> a lot of them don't even know what they are. Don't even understand that that's them. They just suck the life out of you just by being there. Everybody has had that one person in their life, whether it was a a you know a intimate partner or a. Uh, a teacher maybe or a boss that every time you're around them you're just like oh god please just kill me now you know yeah we've all been there okay we've all been there and been around those people and i'm a firm believer i think that sometimes they might unknowingly be like a psychic vampire i don't think it's because sometimes have you ever been around those individuals and you weren't even talking and you're still like oh my god shoot me now yeah they just exist 
Yeah. And they just want to. Their wanna, breathing aggravates you. It's just, oh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And it's true because, I mean, there has been a, a lot of theories where people talk about the transference of energy between human beings when they're especially close together. Um, that essentially that if one is more dominant, that they wind up pulling that energy in. And they wind up seriously like becoming more active and more pepped up in the whole nine yards. And the other person is like, I'm tired. Yeah. And think about it. Crappy relationships you've been in. Oh, my god. You always felt tired. If you stop and think about that. What was the one thing that you always felt besides that you wanted him with a frying pan? You always felt, I'm tired. Always. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, it 100% is a thing. Um, some people have learned to control it and do yeah. stuff with it. Um, there are some people that, like, literally realize that this is them, yeah. and they can stop it. They can stop draining it, and they become healthy, functioning members of society, and mm -hmm. you don't mind being around them because they're not literally sucking the life out of you. Now, I want to clarify <laughs> to the people listening. We're not saying when you go into work on Monday to stab your boss in the stake, uh, with a stake in the heart, okay? We're not saying that. I didn't say that. No, I just want them to not... <laughs> get that idea oh, from us for yeah. legal for legal reasons don't do that yeah exactly <laughs> there now we're covered god gave you free will well i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know where that came from <laughs> um but yeah it, 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 there really is i mean there has been like people that i have known in my lifetime and honestly like nothing wrong with these people like, no nothing yeah, at all yeah yeah all all kidding aside i have known some people in my life that i really liked and like you know i had no issue with them or anything else and I noticed when I was around them at certain times, all of a sudden I would just be, like, just drained all of a sudden. We could be hanging out for a matter of, like, 30 minutes, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, like, wore out, you know? And, yeah, I, I'm really wondering now, thinking about that, if really if there is some reality to it, if, there, if it is true. Maybe there are some people out there who do have the psychic ability and don't realize it. And you know me. I don't really give a whole lot of faith in the psychics. You know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, but... Let's be real. There are some kind of weird things out there that do happen. So, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I just went down a rabbit hole live on air because, like, there's a thing called blood magic, and I don't know where it just popped in my head from. It's something I heard before, but mm -hmm. it it's kind of like a forbidden thing. And yeah, no, it's. Oh, we are not talking about that. Nope, we we're done. We're moving on. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. All See, right. this is why we need to start doing the Uncensored Show. And let you guys out there know, <laughs> listening to the show, we are putting together an Uncensored Show to start doing. Yeah, we're just really trying to figure out logistics at exactly. this point. Exactly. Uh, we've already got all the equipment, the whole nine yards. It's just logistics yeah. we're putting together to do the show. And it would be something probably taking place. And it's going to be video, so you can actually watch us you know, yeah. in the studio doing the show as well. And guests that we bring in. And you can see my face. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> it... Anybody that knows me, we knows have our moments I call the rock moment, where just one eyebrow cocks up every once in a while between two of us when something we're talking about. Yeah, I, I call it the rock moment. We'll all of a sudden just stop and the eyebrow goes up. What are up you like, talking what? about, dude? Yeah, no, it's you can't hide our emotions. We, you, no, we, no, we don't have poker faces. Everybody who knows me always says I have that. Uh, they refer to it to my last name, and and my daughter has it, and everybody that's related to me has it. It's called the Hancock look. The the I give my my face expresses exactly what i'm feeling i don't have that that deadpan look i if i had that deadpan look that means that i'm just I'm not listening to a word you're saying i'm thinking about shrimp or something who knows but if but like if you're talking to me and i think you're stupid i can't hide it it shows <clears throat> my face has that huh <laughs> it has it, literally my face is like an emoji it just shows whatever i'm thinking it does i i and everybody and when i'm angry 
Everybody knows when I'm angry. I don't have to say a word. They look on my face. They're like, yep, he's mad. Yeah, that you can smell. It smells like burning, like, sawdust or something. I don't know. <laughs> Sulfur. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, as for the sanguine vampires, apparently it is healthy to only drink about one to two ounces per week of blood. Um, and usually it's like a shot, you know, yeah. they, they have like this little shot glass moment and Hey, cheers, you know, blood. Woo. And there's people that, uh, yeah. literally they're donors to it. And but, it's but looking at it from a biological standpoint. Okay. Like this, I totally get, it's just a shot. It's not really going to <clears throat> physically hurt you per se. Unless of course they have like HIV or something, you know I mean? <laughs> or, you know, some other type of disease you can catch, you know, through the blood. But. Let's just, for argument's sake, is clean blood. I don't really see any health benefits to it. Well, there? see, be, no, there's not. There's uh, not really. Um, maybe protein. I don't know. But, yeah. like, uh, aside from nutritional get, value. Get it, your daily dose of fatty acids. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe. Omega-3 yeah. is blood. Here you go. Yeah, there you go. No, um, it was more used in a ritualistic thing and – um. A lot of the cults that I've like found, which God, my FBI agent is looking at me crazy, but um, <laughs> a lot of the cults that I've found have really sexu- all the cults that I've joined. I mean, found <laughs> <laughs> they've sexualized it to the max. Yeah, and I mean, vampirism is sexy. I mean, we have totally Anne Rice. Spe- <clears throat> she specified her books were meant to be sexually, yeah, sexually attractive. I mean, in the writing, what was the interview with the vampire? Basically, half of it was erotica. Yeah, think about this. In the movie Blade Trinity, you remember where they had him, like, handcuffed? They had Blade captured, and they brought the psychiatrist in who was talking to him. And this right before, like, Ryan Reynolds comes crashing through the window to rescue him. But he has him handcuffed, and he was talking about, you know, he was interviewing him. And he's like, you know, does the drinking of blood help you? And then he's like, does it turn you on? Does it get you aroused? You know, and, and like, yeah, yeah it, it, he took that path because really a lot of psychologists will tell you that people who are interested in doing that, there is a lot of, you know, erotic, you know, in connotations behind it. Yeah. Well, I mean, does he in connotation? I'm gonna say connotation. You know what I meant. No, you said it right. Okay. You did. Good job. Yeah. Thank and you, you developed my Ooh, thought. Big words. Yay, big words. I use my words. Anyways, um, no, there is a, an erotic sense to it, and I mean, just the act. Vampires usually suck blood through the carotid artery on the neck. Well, I mean. At one point in lovemaking, are you – I mean, that that's a thing. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying to, like, tiptoe around yeah, it yeah, because yeah. I don't want to get an FCC fine. Yeah. And then I'll be yelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> but see, here's the thing, though. Okay. In the vampire mythos, all right, if a vampire bites into the carotid artery because he's draining the blood of the victim and saying that he's not killing them, he's going to turn them, you know, into one or he's only drinking enough to survive. There has to be some type of coagulant to stop that artery. Anticoagulant. Yeah, or anticoagulant to stop it from bleeding at that point in time eventually. Because you bite into the carotid, you're going to bleed to death in about four minutes. Well, if you do it from the in the leg, you only got about a minute and a half. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of where my mind was thinking because, like, vampires got to be able to suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Literally. Because they're they're going against gravity. I'm like, why aren't <gasps> – Vampires are horse. <laughs> Why aren't you going to the femoral, 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 there we go, femoral femoral artery. (laughs) Use your words. Words are hard. (laughs) These are my magic (laughs) shoes. No, um, 
we'll have to talk out of the show about what you just made me think of. I can't say it on air. Okay. Um, but like, first of all, it's more sexual to go down to, towards the femoral from femoral. The F artery. There you go. <laughs> the F artery. And it's, you know, it's down by the genitalia and stuff. So yeah. that, that's a little more sexual. And um, gravity. Gravity helps, you know? So like but, like but, you said, three minutes through the carotid, one minute through the from but it's, F artery. That, that artery is very deep into the thigh, all right? So in order to puncture that, you'd have to have really long fangs to be able to get that deep to hit it, for one. But also, too, once again... In real life, okay, we're stepping out of the mythos of vampires here for a second. The moment that that gets cut, there's only two ways to stop that bleeding. Either you cut it off completely by doing a tourniquet, mm-hmm. or you literally got to reach into the wound and grab that artery and pinch it to stop it from bleeding. Because if true. not, you're going to bleed to death in about a minute and a half. Oh, yeah. You're going to bleed to death much faster from the femoral than you do from the neck. Oh, yeah. What was it? Was it, um, I think it was a Freddy movie. Where dude like cuts him down to the femoral artery, mm-hmm. and um, he was like, "Are you trying to cut my thing off?" And it's like, "Nope." Bloop, dropped on the floor. Yep. Done. Yeah. I, I, it might have been Freddie or Jason. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah you bleed out quick because yeah, that absolutely. artery is extremely large and pumps in a massive amount of blood through your body. Now, as a disclaimer and for legal reasons, do not use this to harm anyone. We are not advocating for any type of harming of anyone in any way using any type of artery. Exactly. <laughs> We're not teaching people how to kill people here. We're talking about vampires. Yes, yes. You have free will. And blood. Flesh is good for the blood. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, but honestly, like it, like in the movies, it, you know, there are some movies that they and even TV shows about vampires and such that they do. Matter of fact, here's a prime example. Example, Vampire Diaries, very very sexualized movie about vampires. Oh yeah, well you know, TV made it very show. Erotic. Yeah. Um, and all the vampires are always good looking. You notice that? You yeah, never hardly absolutely. ever see a bad looking one. Even in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show. You did you did in uh, Blade. Blade was a lot more realistic about it because yeah. there was like that fat guy, like he kills at the end of what was it? I think it was Blade too. Yeah. That, which was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, you didn't think I forgot about you, did you? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's it's funny. Yeah, like the vampires are always, you know, ripped abs. You know, always, you know, they look like they just stepped out of like Amberbomb, Abercrombie, and you know, Fitch. They know? no longer exist. Oh, that's right. They got rid of them, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I think it's H and M now. H and M's the replacer for that. Oh. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm throwing shots in the dark here. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I don't so, know about fashion. Have you about met style. Me? We're gonna be moving on. All right, so, uh, but yeah, so I, I definitely see, like, you know, with, like, you know, how they brought it. I mean, think about it. Even back to Bram Stoker's Dracula, and I'm not talking about the movie, I'm talking about the original book. You know, it was very sexualized where oh, he yeah. was going after, you know, because first he, it was not only, uh, God, I can't think of her name now, the main character, the female that Winona Ryder played in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, but her friend. You know, he was all about seducing her. The vampires yeah. always seduce yeah, people. Absolutely. Once bitten with Jim Carrey. Mm. There you go, comedy movie. In order for her to survive, to, she had to drink the blood of a virgin. I think it was once every like twenty years or fifty years, something like that, for her to survive. And she was going after Jim Carrey, who happened to be a virgin. And she was biting his femoral artery. That's where she was getting the blood from, like every time. Gravity. Right? Yep. And uh, physics, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. And so, once again, it, it turned into sexualizing it because the only way to not, 
you know now get turned into a vampire or what or whatnot <laughs> to do that inconspicuously yeah was to well you know get you some you know i mean that's the only way you were saying <laughs> they were basically telling america look if you're a virgin you're gonna die yeah pretty, pretty much. much yeah well i mean and there's a lot of those. i know it's a stretch but i thought it was oh, no there was another one um I don't know. It was like a chick flick or something that I watched with an ex-girlfriend way back when, and it was like basically a vampire woman and a girlfriend fighting over the virgin dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, same thing though. It had they have to drink the blood of virgins, you know. Yep. And I mean, there's legends of it going back to like old school days. Oh like God, there, Incubi and Succubi. There are there is queens from back in England that literally would take a bath in blood. In order to make themselves rejuvenate and stay younger, they literally would. Look at Vlad Tepish, who would take the, okay. The the mythos of Dracula was loosely based upon him, but also other things that you know in history that, that they brought together and Bram Stoker brought together to create Dracula. All right, but the the thought of vampires and even werewolves, because we're talking about this subject next, has been around since ancient Egyptian times. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. for thousands of years, it, not just like recent history, thousands of years. And we all know that, well, let myths and legends and all that stuff, sometimes based on a little bit of truth. Yeah. Well, I I just remembered something about the uh, Egyptian goddess Sekhmet. Well, Vlad Tepish, I'm going to carry on with him still. Vlad Tepish would take all of his, uh, all of his enemies and he would put them on giant pikes. Uh, which is a very big, 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 big pole that sticks up out of the ground. Everybody knows what a pike man. Not everybody does. I mean, you could, they could be thinking that they're sticking them on a fish, a giant pike, right? So anyways, they'd stick them. he would stick the bodies on top of this pike, and they were all around the front entrances of his kingdom and such in order to warn the enemy, like, you're not going to win if you come here. Leave us alone. All right? But he was known to have people executed all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, and he had apparently had feasted upon the remains of some of his enemies because he felt that it gave him power. And there's a lot of, like, tribes out there, too, throughout history um, that, you know, believed in cannibalism as a, you know, representation of their religion where they would eat uh, eat the body of sometimes their family members after they had passed on in order to gain their knowledge, to pass down the ancestral knowledge. Yeah. All right. They would sometimes do it to their enemies in order to gain power. It was usually dealing with the heart or the eyes. Yes. Um, for the most part, if I'm rem- especially the eyes. And there was one particular tribe that ate the eyes of their enemy because it felt like uh, it was like something to do with power, like you said, mm-hmm. or um, gave them like an extra supernatural sight or something like that. Yeah. But even going back to ancient Egyptian times, I just read a little bit more about it. Um, the goddess Sekhmet, the daughter of Ra, um, she had bloodlust and basically yes. that's what um akasha the vampire from queen of the damned is based off of because yep. ancient egyptian goddess and they did the whole egyptian thing with her and she almost killed all of humanity um according to the legend and the only way they made her stop was to dye her beer red with hematite or red okra and making sure like she got hammered <laughs> because she mistook beer for blood and they locked her up basically <laughs> You know, and the thing is, is that uh, throughout history, there's a lot of people that have, like, you know, done these type of things and these horrible atrocities and such. And a lot of them, it was either through power hunger that they were doing it or it was because they were absolutely insane. Yeah. And back then, people were so scared of them because some of the times, 
let's be fair. Let's be real. There are many people that have been in power that are insane. Okay, let's be real. Just because you lead a nation doesn't mean that you're a genius and you know everything you're, you know what to do no. and this, that, and the other. No. It's a popularity contest. Yes, yeah, a popularity time. contest, and sometimes it's done out of fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Genghis Khan, you know, Alexander the Great. A lot of people Caesar, have conquered. All of them, yeah. Yeah, you know, and they, <clears throat> they ruled by fear. That's just how it is, all right? And some of these people would go above and beyond because they knew the stories would get out. The stories would spread throughout the lands, even to other lands, to warn their enemies. That's why you leave survivors. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> exactly. You always leave a survivor behind to yeah. share the story. But, I mean, even back in – here, I'm continuing with the Egyptian thing. Even mm-hmm. back in the ancient Egyptian times, it was about sexualized mm-hmm. things and um, alcohol in this case. Good job. Yeah. But, I mean, that made Jesse, it – Jesse calls that Tuesday. Tuesday. No. Yeah. I can't drink anymore, dude. I'm too daggum busy. I know, right? Daggum. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, it's everywhere, and you just derailed my train of thought with the Tuesday comment. Thank you. My bad. Sorry. We're about halfway through anyway. Okay. Anyways, there's a there's another deity back in the Bible, um, Moloch, Moloch, however, whatever. Um, but it's basically a child sacrifice, and mm-hmm. they also used to drink the blood of children, um, like babies, yep. to empower themselves or whatever, or to worship this god. And it was uh, rumored that... A lot of the Mayan gods, because, you know, Earth what used to be Pangaea, and mm-hmm. potentially, supposedly, there was humans there at that time yep. still. So um, it's the Mayan god might be actually Moloch. You're going down <clears throat> a really good path right now because here's why. I always go down my path. This revolves back around Egyptian mythology, okay? Mm-hmm. We're dealing with Egyptian gods, this, that, and the other, rituals, so on and so forth. Now, think about this. Every time you see this big article written up about this famous, you know, say, rapper or, you know, usually, it's always usually a music artist for some reason. Like, when you go to their shows, you always see, like, these ancient Egyptian emblems everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like, I have raw, stuff like that, mm-hmm. which, not going to lie, I actually have that as a tattoo on my forearm. Yeah. All right. Those people are always, in those stories, are always said that, I you know that they they drink the the blood of like you know infants and stuff like that. It, it, yeah. It's a ritualistic stuff that they do in order to become famous and and make all the money that they make and whatnot and the other. Okay, let's be fair. You can find those emblems and signs everywhere if you look. Yeah. They're used on everything. Everything from uh, logos for companies to um, even just simplified designs on buildings and such. I mean, you can find them now. Back in the day, during the Mason times. You know, when they had the Freemasons and such. They, they really still w- have them. Yeah. Well, 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 let me let me get to this. All right. So <laughs> in in the movies like, uh, like uh, what was that, uh, the Treasure movie with – Oh, Nicholas National State. Treasure. Thank you. Yeah. All right. There was a little bit of truth to some of that. That Yes, they did actually have hidden signs and yeah, symbols absolutely. and emblems around so people knew where to go and how to get there. Dude, if you look at D.C., it's one big Masonic symbol. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so I think a lot of the stuff that these people are, are – picking they're they're just they're cherry picking off these stories well yeah and saying oh well did you see at that one show they had the eye of ron at there and and i know that the way their stage layout was and i actually saw an article about this swear to god and they said this was actually based on the canites which is right there with Moloch. yeah where it was talking about drinking the blood of children yeah. in order to like maintain their youth maintain their fame and their money and their power all right once again I have a tattoo of the IRA on my forearm. The reason for being is because it also means see all, know all. That's why I have that. Mm-hmm. 
I got that because of doing executive protection. That's why I have that tattoo. I All remember right. when you used to be real hush hush about that. Yeah. So that Don't has tell anybody. Yeah. So that has nothing to do with me drinking the blood of babies because I don't. I might. Okay. Be fair. I do like my hamburgers medium rare. That's about as far as it goes. No. No. I yeah. mean, well, and there's another part to it and that um, a lot of people have like really gone down this rabbit hole, and I'm probably gonna get like hit hard on this, but because um. A lot of vaccines nowadays use, like, um, cell lines from aborted fetuses and stuff. Yeah. A lot of people say that's worshipping Moloch in that regard. And, it look, I, I'm not going to judge anything one way or another. And that it, You're just giving fact. That's just a yeah. fact of how some of them are made. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's just and a it's, biological fact. You know what? Yeah. And it's literally against some people's religion, yeah. mainly Christianity, to – have something like that in your body yeah. or to knowingly partake in something like that yeah. because that is considered worshiping yeah. Moloch. Exactly. Yeah, you shall have no other false idols or gods before me. Yeah, I am a jealous god. I kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I kill you. <laughs> Infidel. All right, hit me with some werewolf stuff, bro. All right, so now we're going to be moving on to werewolves. Yeah, look at that. We got a solid half hour in there. Good job, bud. I know, right? Uh, the thing I love about werewolves, I, I think a lot of it really started back when I was probably about maybe five. And he got his first hair on his chest. At five years old? No. <laughs> if I did, I'd be like showing that off, man. <laughs> be walking around going, look what I got. I got a hair on my chest. I'm awesome. People are like, it's just the dog hair stuck to your chest. <laughs> but anyways, um, all right. So when I was about five years old, <laughs> my older brother, Ronnie and Eddie, my mother had gone out to a bar one night while we were at home. All right, they were babysitting me. And it was me, my oldest brother, Ronnie, my middle brother, uh, Eddie, and my sister, who's older than me, too, uh, Dee Dee, and me. And, we, and they had a couple friends over. So it was like one big, like, kid thing, right? You know, overnight sleepover. And so Ronnie and Eddie decided to scare everybody. Eddie turned around and he goes, well, look, I got to give, you know, I got to give Chance his bath. I'm going to take him in the bathroom, you know, get him ready to go and blah, blah, blah. So we go in there and he, he wants to bring me in on it, you know, be a part of the brotherhood with the brothers. All right. He goes, look, let you know now Ronnie's going to be sneaking out the window. He's going to be going around and banging on the front door because before this all went down, my brothers had scared everybody by telling them the story of a werewolf that people had seen in this neighborhood. Okay. This is how stupid we are as children, okay? <laughs> no, Eddie was like, uh, I think Eddie was about 17 at the time, and Ronnie was like, uh, he's two years older than him, so 19, all right? So, we're, we're, we're in, uh, you know, I'm taking, I'm actually taking my bath, you know, really am taking a bath, you know, and Eddie's just sitting on the toilet and talking with me, and he's like, you know, hey, don't worry, little brother, you know, don't worry, you know, it's just Ronnie out there messing around, so you hear them screaming, don't freak out, you know, and I'm like, okay, okay, so I'm getting all excited, because I get to be in, in on it with my big brothers, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. and man, all I know is my sister peed her pants, I believe, <clears throat> and one of the other, like, girls that was her, one of her friends spend the night, like, like lock herself in like a closet and wouldn't come out for like an hour. My brother was running up and doing this howling noise at the front door and banging on it loud, right? Everybody's screaming. I'm in the bathroom. I am dying. So Eddie comes out and he's like, what's going on here? And they're like, there's a werewolf out there. We think it came to the house and blah, blah, blah. 
Eddie's like, well, I'll go out there and go take a look, you know, and he walks out the door acting all big and brave, and he's standing on the porch, and he's looking around, and he's like, I don't see anything, you know, this is, you know, this is ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. So Eddie comes walking back in the door, and he's like, look, i got to be keeping an eye on, you know, Chance in the bathtub. I can't leave him in there by himself. You know, and he goes back in there, and he's, he's, he's giggling. I'm giggling, right? Ronnie does it again about 10 minutes later, right? He wanted to let them kind of settle down a little bit. Wham, 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 wham. The whole nine yards, right? At this point in time, I am, like, losing it in the bathtub laughing. So, yes, at five years old, I was already twisted and demented because of my brothers. All right? So, Eddie comes running out of the bathroom again. He's like, why are y'all screaming? And, and and my sister this time, she goes, there's somebody really out there. That you can't hear that. They're banging on the door, the howling and blah, blah, blah. My brother goes, look, you guys stay in here. I'm going out and check it out. So Eddie goes and he shuts the door behind him out front. So all of a sudden, my brother Ronnie does the howl. They beat on the wall. And then Eddie starts screaming, right? <clears throat> so Eddie comes running around the, all the way around to the back of the house. He taps on the window. I look up and I see him. And, and I... You know, go over and unlock the window for him in the bathroom. I had to get up on the toilet to do it. Dude, it was crazy, man. Get this, you know, the window opened up. My brother Eddie comes climbing through the window. We're dying. So, long story short, we scared the hell out of everybody in the house that night. All right? We paid for it the next day when my mom found out, to say <laughs> the least. Even me being at five, I was not excused. I was in the mix, man. But it was so worth it. So, that got me into, like, liking werewolves. I don't know why. Maybe it was fun for me, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> so then you fast forward in like the 80s. You had the TV show Werewolf. Um, it only lasted for a couple of seasons. Um, it was about this guy who got bit by a werewolf. Um, so what he wound up doing was he would, he's he, kind of like the Incredible Hulk. He would travel from city to city trying to find the original werewolf who bit him so he could kill him to get rid of the curse. Because even if he tried to kill himself, it wouldn't work. The, the curse would keep him alive. So it basically made him immortal, all right? So, but every time you go to a different city, kind of like the Incredible Hulk, he'd wind up befriending somebody there. They'd be going through a serious problem. And eventually somewhere in the line of the story, he would have to change the werewolf and eat somebody in order to save that person, all right? So, love that TV show. And actually, a very, very underrated show. Like, if they brought that back and, like, revamped it, that would be an awesome, awesome, awesome uh, TV show. So... Well, we're going to go back to the past. We're going to time travel. Come on with it. <clears throat> All right. So basically the whole thing behind werewolves is basically the, the disease, lycanthrope or lycanthropy. All right. Where that term actually comes from is from King Lycon. All right. King Lycon back in like uh, this, like the first century, there was a poet, a uh, Roman poet, and his name was um, Ovid. He had actually wrote the story of this, all right? Because you know, it was passed on from people to people about what happened. This came from Greek mythology, all right? Mm -hmm. So basically this, this king, Lycon, he was very, very, very evil, all right? Killed his enemies, ate them, cannibalized, so on and so forth. So the god Jupiter was paying attention to it and was like, this guy must pay. So Jupiter pays him a visit. And he tells him he is the god, Jupiter. King Lycan, who does not believe him, thinks that this guy's like, you know, nuts, decides to go ahead and feed him some of the flesh of his enemies. Cooked it in the whole nine yards. Well, Jupiter, being a god, knew what he was doing. So he wound up cursing him. And his curse was to be changed into a wolf and to forever, forever and ever, amen, want the taste of human flesh. He said, since you like it that much, that's all you want to eat, and changed him into a wolf. And that is where lichen 
came from. Now, Jupiter did give him a way out because yes. if he would not turn back into a human unless he abstained from human flesh for nine years. Yes. And which, what happened? He didn't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why I said it went on forever and ever. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, that's where the term, you know, lichen came from, which, you know, means to change into horrible, well, literally. And it also is the, the what led to the term for the psychological problem called lycanthropy for people who really do have a psychiatric problem who think that they are a animal. And not necessarily a werewolf, but they do change into a animal. And, you know, especially during the full moon times, they become very vicious, very, you know, angry, uh, bite at people. They, they don't act like a human at all when this happens. And it's actually a very real disease. It, it actually is not – it's not as uncommon as people think. There's actually a lot of – Excuse me, hiccups. A lot of cases of it around the world. Um, so, now. Can I interject? Shoot. Because, like, there, there's a little more to it. Because yes. presumably, like, back in those days. It's 640. I'm trying to cut it short on my sunlight stuff, but go ahead. My B. Go. No, 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 go ahead. Because there's it. some stuff that I wanted to get into. Okay, no. Um, there, there was a cult that developed around this, which I'm sure you'll yes. get into. But um, you got to think about it. Back in that day, wolves were bigger. And the dire wolf may or may not have still been around at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And that dude was almost four feet tall. Yeah. Like, on all fours. Yeah. Like, basically, Great Dane Wolf. <laughs> Big guy. But, uh, I mean, so, like, it would be believable that, like, people at that time would be like, oh, maybe a person, maybe a wolf. Who knows? Well, when you look through history, there's there's time and time again there are people who believed in shapeshifting. You know, because shapeshifting is a part of... Skinwalkers? Yeah, Please skin tell me you're doing that. Uh, not necessarily, but yes, kind of. You know, we'll be talking about it a little bit. But the main thing is, is that yes, there are people that believe there are people out there who can really shapeshift from a human being to whatever animal that they choose. Uh, back during the Viking times, the berserker rage you hear about, mm-hmm. um, that came from bizarre. All right, the the term bizarre was actually uh, a, a word that meant bear. And yeah. what they did was they would take basically shrooms <laughs> and other psychedelics. They would put on this bear pelt and to make them appear much larger and much meaner, and they would go vicious going and attacking people. Oh, yeah. And, and of course, because of it, it's also a, a pain reliever, max, you know, maximum, like, you know, super, like, hydrocodone, right, that when people would actually inflict bodily damage on them, they weren't feeling it. And so they presumed to become Im- – the people thought they were immortal. You couldn't hurt them. And a lot of this is depicted in that uh, new movie that came out, Northman. Yes. Um. Apparently, it's really good, but really gory, really brutal, really, yes. like, realistic because it was done by, you know, the people that were Vikings back in the day. Yeah, the, their their killings were extremely brutal because they were not fighting as men. They were fighting as madmen. Oh, were, Vikings were, were yeah. messed up anyway. Yeah, hence the, <laughs> hence the term berserk. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, they came from berserk. Do you need to sit down? Uh, no, I had to stand up because my knee was getting Okay, stuck. yeah, no, I, I, I'm using your stool now as a footrest. So, now... I got a couple of really cool twisted things I'm going to throw in just for fun. Come on with it. All right. So, Corey Haim, what was his first major film that got his debut? And I don't, now, trust me, there's other films he was in before this. This is the first leading film he did. Was it Teen Wolf? Silver Bullet. Okay. It's by <laughs> Stephen King. He was a handicapped kid who was in a wheelchair um, that had basically witnessed a werewolf. And what it was was, okay, his uncle, who was like the, the, the fun uncle, right, had came over. And I don't mean like that way. Like actually fun. Yeah, so, no, I, yeah. I was thinking you. Yeah, not the <laughs> – no, no, don't touch there. 
Um, so he would come over, and he was bringing him a bunch of, like, fireworks stuff, right? Because it was coming up on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. So he decides, and plus he rigged up his wheelchair with, like, an engine, an engine where this thing would do, like, 50 miles an hour. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. So it, you guys got to watch this. You get a chance to watch it. It's a really good movie. Gary Busey is the guy who plays his fun uncle. Oh, wow. Yeah. So long story short, there are some killings that are happening in, happening in the town. Everybody thinks it's a bear attack, stuff like that. Typical horror movie. They always think it's a normal animal, and it's not. All right? So when what happens is when his uncle gives him these fireworks, he goes, look, your mom and dad, I don't want them busting you with these. So when you go to shoot them off, don't shoot them off here at the house. So they just moved into this town and everything, too. So what he does, he goes out to this bridge, right? This old wooden bridge is in the in the neighborhood. He gets out there at nighttime, and he's shooting the fireworks off of the uh, off the like the the railings and stuff of the old wooden bridge, right? Setting them up, shooting them up near like Roman candles, stuff like that. Lo and behold, he finds what is actually killing everybody. It's a werewolf, and it tries to attack him. Luckily, he shoots off one of the rockets, and it hits him in the eye. All right. So he winds up being able to escape and get away, you know, because his, his, you know, scooter is like really super fast, right? So he's able to get away. So later down the line, what is so cool, and you know what? I don't know if I want to give it away on who the werewolf is in case anybody has not seen this. Can go back and watch it. Give him a spoiler, bro. You know what? Spoiler alert. If you don't want to know what happens until you watch the movie, then I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. So that weekend when the family goes to church. You see the pastor up there wearing an eye patch. <laughs> the new pastor in town is oh, the werewolf. Goodness. Yeah, it's a really I'm telling you though, it's a really good movie, man. That was that was his first lead out breakout role film before Lost Boys. All right, so that's what Corey Haim has in you know, in conjunction with werewolves. All right. Now, what does Marvel have in you know, in in, in common with werewolves? Wait, what? Hold on. Yeah. It, I know they have like vampire stuff because Blade and uh-huh. um that one that just came out. Oh my God! Ah, dude, basically turns into a vampire that just had a new Morbius. Mar- Thank you. Yeah. Which? Nope. It's I'll, not. It's I'll, not a comic or anything. Oh, it's a comic, but that's not what this is dealing with werewolves. Okay, so I'll feed you a little baby. Bird. Yeah, come on. Thank you. <laughs> Let's do this. All right, so in 1972, Aaron. Stanley had done this book. Had done this comic series, all right, which actually was done by another guy, but he was the one who said, you need to do this comic, and he gave it the name, and it's called Werewolf by Night. Now, for any diehard true Marvel fan, you'll know why this is a big thing, because in issue 32 of Werewolf by Night introduces for the first time the character Moon Knight. Oh! Yes. Nice. So, Jack Russell, who is the character from... Who- yeah, exactly. And it's so funny. You know the guy who created that character and, and actually created that story? He never had a, kid, a dog when he was a kid. You know, he was just one of those kids that's never had a dog or anything like that. He did not realize that Jack Russell was a dog until, like, years after he created the character. It was funny. So, And that's a true story, a little true story side fact about Marvel. So, anyways, when they created the, the character Werewolf by Night in issue 32, Moon Knight had gone after him. And Moon Knight, his suit is made of silver. Mm-hmm. So, he was fighting the werewolf because he could hurt him oh that's cool yeah so that's how moon knight actually got his introduction and of course his character became very liked and became very popular and of course he wound up his own series later down the line yeah i found out yeah. i i've i've heard there's a lot of good things about it i'm still waiting to start moon knight to mm-hmm. watch it with my wife because like huge in the ancient egypt and stuff yeah. but go ahead you have 
13 minutes. Yep. All right, so moving on down the line with werewolves, we're going to go all the way back to the Inquisition. So what does the Spanish Inquisition have to do with werewolves? A lot, actually. They're killing werewolves? Back in the 16th century, the Roman Catholic Church deemed that everybody will be Roman Catholic. This also included people who were Jews, <laughs> Protestants, every other religion, non-religious sect, you know, sect that they belonged to, whole nine yards. If you did not agree with them, you were deemed to be in conjunction and with the party of the devil. And with you being with the devil, they deemed that you were probably either a witch or a werewolf. There were up to 30,000 people in France alone who was brought up on trial in the 16th century for being a werewolf or witch in the Spanish Inquisition. Here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize during that time. If you admitted to being one or the other, they gave you a life sentence. Typically, you were sent to a monastery if you, if you repented. You had to repent first and become a Roman Catholic. If you were like, you guys are nuts, I'm not a werewolf or a witch, they killed you. you so only had basically, Salem with Charles, except on a grand exactly. scale. Exactly. You only had one <laughs> or the other was the outcome of that trial, yeah. period. There's only one that they actually gave a break to. There was a 19-year-old kid, or I'm sorry, no, he was younger than that. He was uh, about 15 at the time. This in the late 15th century going into the 16th century, okay? Yeah. He wound up, he was uh, mentally challenged, okay? Mm -hmm. So in court, and this is the one who made it, this, this actually made court history, believe it or not. This made court history because of, this is during the time of the Spanish Inquisition. When they brought him into court, he was accused of by this woman for attacking young girls and older women in the village that he was a werewolf. He would put on a pelt that was made of fur and such, kind of like the, you know, the Viking berserker thing. And he was turning in, he was turning himself, he was, you know, and, and joining with the devil. And he was wearing, you know, this pelt and we change it to a wolf. And this woman witnessed him change into a wolf and attack a young girl. Now, in court, he stated he only attacked young girls because attacking older women, it tasted like chewing on rough leather. <laughs> In court. <laughs> this is a true story. I'm not making this up. All right. Oh, this is goodness. an actual part of history. All right. The courtroom, <laughs> like you, lost it. They were laughing hysterically. <laughs> and, of course, there was no fur pelt ever found. And the more that they spoke with him and including his lawyer and realized this kid just has a lot of issues upstairs. They, they, they were like, look, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to release him to the public because now that we have fed him this story, there's no telling what he might do. So they put him in a monastery. That was going to be his, his penance. They put him in a monastery to serve a life sentence where they took care of him. They, this is the first time in, during the Spanish Inquisition that they showed compassion. It led up to actually the end of the Spanish Inquisition. Wow. Yep. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. And it made it into the broadside paper. The broadside paper back then was the equivalent to the National Enquirer of what we have now. So it's the first time that a story of a, 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 a courtroom situation where they had someone deemed to be a werewolf actually made the news. So fake news all the way back then in the 16th century. Hey, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So now moving on down the line. Come on with it. Come on, come on, come on. Do you know that... Hitler was a huge fan of wolves, not necessarily werewolves, 
but wolves. Well, I know he was like totally into supernatural, and he was yes. trying to find any means necessary he to try sent to win troops out to find where they have heard cases of werewolf attacks to find werewolves in order to make a werewolf army. I believe it. Actual fact. I 100% believe it. Dude was looking for the Ark of the Covenant. Hence the reason why that the subs they used, the U-boats that they were using to attack ships, every time one of their, their maneuvers were, they would get a group of them to encircle and attack one ship to completely wipe it out, and they called it the Wolf Pack. Hmm. That's what it was. That's how it was referred to the attack. They called it a wolf pack, or he called it a wolf pack. His favorite American movie, The Three Little Pigs, the cartoon back then. That was his favorite American movie was Three Little Pigs. He would walk through the barracks whistling, who's afraid of the big bad wolf, all the time. That dude. Nuts. Yeah. 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 Very. Well, I mean, major understatement. So, like, on, I, or, I read, yeah. I read a little bit of history on him because I got curious, went down a rabbit hole, and you. You always want to know, you know, what makes these people tick. Yeah. And this dude was a nobody. Yeah. And then, and he was a raving lunatic when he got popular. You know, he yeah. he was dude out in the street it was freaking a, screaming obscenities about the current whatever. Yeah. I think it was a combination between he was a whack job to say the least, and that's a huge understatement. But. You ever heard of the like the old story like there's a fine line between you know genius and insanity? Mm-hmm. That's him. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but on top of that though, at that point in time, he was saying a lot of crazy things. Oh, absolutely. That people agreed with agreed. at that time. Exactly. Some of it was through <laughs> fear, to be real. But what did we say about earlier in the show about people leading through fear? That's how a lot of these people back then how led, and that's how he led too. It, it became where he had neighbor turning on neighbor to the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. Without fear. Right? Yeah. Um, see something, say something, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, why that human being ever even existed on this planet is beyond me. But I don't even consider him a human because being. Because somebody let him live in World War One in the trenches. That's true. Yeah. All right. So, moving on. Um, now, 15th century signs that you were a werewolf. Yeah. All right. One. Your eyebrows actually meet in the middle. You have a unibrow, so you're a werewolf? Unibrow, you're deemed to be a werewolf. There was a guy, all right, in the 15th century named Giel, all right? Giel had been brought before, you know, the courts and was deemed to be a werewolf because a woman said, and, and a group of guys too, had seen this wolf attacking a young woman, right, in a field, and mm. they went to rescue her. They said they re they recognized his face the, because of the eyebrows, unibrow, facial features on that wolf, it had to be him. This guy, they burned with pinchers to get him to admit that he was a wolf. They were peeling flesh from the bone off this guy to get him to admit that he was in joining with the devil and that he was a werewolf. He finally admitted to it, so they burned him at the stake. Who wouldn't? You're ripping skin, flesh, muscle, tissue, everything, all the way to the bone Man, off of those you. those people are going straight to hell. Oh, absolutely. And you wonder why there's so many hauntings back in those areas, you know, that everybody talks oh, about now. Oh, yeah, bro. All right. So another one is, if your first finger is longer than your middle finger. So if your first finger is either even or longer than your middle finger was another sign. Now, you're going to love this one. What about your toes? Same thing. <laughs> yeah. So... Oh, actually, no. The middle toe had to be longer than all the other toes. That's what it was for your feet. Um, on your hands, you would have hair on your palms. 
But <laughs> yeah, that myth. Whale. Yeah. That myth turned out to a whole different story later down the line. It wasn't about werewolves. All right, so and, and then people who had rough palms were believed to be werewolves. So if you worked for a living. Yeah, exactly. And, and here's why about the hair on the palms, though. They said it was because they were shaving the hair off their palms and it made their palms rough. No, it's because they worked in the fields all day from sundown to sunup, or sun up to sundown, there we go, in order to survive. That's why they had rough palms. But they were believed to be a werewolf, right? Um, and, of course, there's a, a whole host of other signs that are just common things that people have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. People with dark brown eyes. <laughs> people with dark brown eyes like mine. Not that light brown, but the dark brown like mine. Is, you, you know mine are all, yeah, almost black. Yeah, basically black, yeah. Yeah. Werewolf. Hmm. Which, could, yeah, maybe. Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll go with that. <laughs> All right. So, um, and then there was a nobleman. <laughs> Get this. <laughs> All right. We could have so much fun with this one if it was uncensored. All right. So, this guy, 15th century nobleman, he was out in the woods, witness, and it's always a witnessing a wolf attacking a younger girl, like, you know, like a, a young adolescent. Well, of course. Right? Everybody wants to defend the young. Yes. Yeah. He was a gallant hero, right? Goes in, fights the wolf. Cuts one of the paws off. He throws the paw in a bag. As he's traveling back to his land, he comes across one of his people, you know, at their property, and he stops there to get a drink. He reaches in the bag to show him, after telling the story of his, you know, righteous, you know, job that he did of saving the young, you know, young woman in distress and all that. Reaches in the bag and pulls out the paw to show him the size of the paw because it was a really big wolf. It was a female hand with a gold wedding band. When he got home... He found his wife laying in bed with a bandage around her right hand that was – or her right wrist because her hand was missing. It was a bloody stump. Oh, see, he was messing around with that one. <laughs> he wound up having her burned at the stake, his wife. Oh, see. Because she admitted to being the werewolf that he fought. Bullcrap. Exactly. I, I, I call bullcrap on that. Exactly, dude. That, he, that guy wanted he, a divorce. Yeah, That's he, all it was. He wanted a divorce. He saved that pretty young thing from the werewolf. She – had whatever whatever psychosis thing that you know damsel in distress syndrome or whatever yep and uh he was like well she's prettier than my wife so here we go yep or chop, chop. she is prettier than my wife you know that was back in europe or something we probably. need this divorce to be over in a hurry chop chop yeah chop chop for literally real. yep all right so you want to go ahead and wrap it up we only got like a minute and a half Oh, wow. That went quick. All right. Well, you know I what? Know. Folks, feel free to check us out on uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, all that junk. Um, uh, Thank you for joining us today. And uh, Chance, do you got any final words? Yes, I do. All right. So for a oh, lot God, of our listeners. He list always does. Yes, I do. So for our listening audience out there, just know that if you would like to follow us on social media, you okay. have Paraprobe, P-A-R-A-P-R-O-B-E, one word, at Paraprobe on Twitter. All right, mine is Chance DXR. All right, like taking a chance, DXR. That's for my Twitter. Jesse? Uh, at the real Jesse L on Twitter. And then at, what is it? Uh, Jesse the Caffeinated on Instagram. Yep. And I am also uh, just uh, the official Chance Hancock on, uh, on so. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, we have at Paraprobe Radio. That is for Instagram and also for the Facebook page that you can go and follow and like both. Yeah, right. check us out. Yeah. And have a good weekend. Stay safe. Don't get bit by a vampire or werewolf. Bye. Bye.